0: Hey, do you guys ever end up getting texts about Raven Facts? Open your mouth, prepare your tongue, because you're about to get a taste.
1: I cannot believe we've gone 12 episodes without me being
0: able to talk about Final Fantasy. Well, I know the doll is bad, so I gotta think the Dusty Balloon is less bad. I mean, if all life everywhere ends...
2: What have
1: I lost?
0: <laughs> Facial
2: hair as a theme is not something I ever would have chosen.
1: So Yeah, that's the one that Rock is just sweaty the whole time. Yes.
0: You've got that good, good, pointy Jafar beard.
1: <laughs> I've got three pages of AMA citations.
2: This is the Debate This podcast. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. And more importantly, welcome to the second episode of the Spooktacular Express that I think might actually be the third episode of the Spooktacular Express. Now that I'm yeah, looking the at the calendar. Oopsie daisy. I wrote this without reading the calendar. Uh, the third episode of the Spooktacular Express, insert train whistle here. In this <laughs> podcast, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about spooky comics, scary video games, and how Sid Haig will live on as Captain Spaulding in our nightmares
1: forever. Right. Do not know that reference.
2: Uh Sid Hegg is a famous horror actor who just passed away a couple of days before he recorded this. He is oh. most famously known as Captain Spaulding, the reoccurring clown character in most of Rob Zombie's movies. Oh. Uh most recently, Three from gotcha. Hell, which is being re released uh and released on Blu-ray, like the day before this
0: episode goes out. So oh, timely. Cool. Yeah. I'm I'm just thankful that Andrew said that so that I didn't have to. Same.
1: Well, I'm, I'm the straight man. I'm the listener's proxy. That's we've decided that a long time ago. Oh,
3: gotcha. There you go. Yeah. Um, can, can we, when this episode wraps, can we all each record a train, our attempt at a train whistle sound for the <laughs>
2: spectacular <laughs> express? Yes. We absolutely can do that. Um, <laughs> anyway, tonight the express comes to a stop outside some racetracks with the new Mario Kart mobile game launching today, Lord knows none of you are paying attention anyway. We're going to make our way from Moo Moo Fields to Baby Park, all the way to Rainbow Road as we follow along with the Super Mario Kart Grand Prix. Now word on the street says some of these races have gotten a little more heated than usual. In fact, it's almost like some of the racers are out for total vengeance.
3: Ah, uh, I, I did it. Uh,
2: There we go. Thanks. I just needed some
3: justification. It's it's funny because we all know what he's about to do and none of
1: the (laughs) listeners know (laughs) what's coming. It's the well, spoiler alert. It's the thing he does every week. (laughs)
2: You heard it here first, express passengers. The spirit of vengeance itself has come from the hellfires below to transform one Mario Kart racer into the next Ghost Rider and return the special cup trophy back to its rightful home in the underworld. Ding. Woo. There it is. I have with me today the crew chiefs of three race teams from the Mario Kart circuit. Each of them hope their team's drivers will be chosen as the next rider. Here to pitch their cases are Andrew, lean forward on the couch so you go faster, Henderson. Todd, lean to the left to make you turn better, Thomas. And Kyle, mash A during the race countdown so you start quicker, Harper.
3: All three of those are known as pro gamer moves, yeah. by the way. Absolutely.
0: I would have just said pro, pro strats. But that's yeah,
1: that's what everybody thought. Mario Kart Wii was going to be
0: uh, <laughs> um, turns out
3: turns out trying to drive with the Wiimote is bad, garbage, bad, bad, garbage. And bad and wrong.
1: There is one person in my life who prefer who actually like a monster drives with the with the fucking driving wheel. Better than with the controller. And his name is Alex Clark. And if I you're would, out there uh, listening, Alex Clark, you are a monster. How did I know it was going to be Alex Clark? <laughs> if you would have said of anyone other than Alex, Alex Clark, Clark, I would have said it's
0: because they're a cop. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Alex Clark, who is decidedly not a cop. <laughs> Super not a cop. Before we dive in, what I was going to cut Matt off with and decided against, what's everyone's favorite Mario Kart track? Oh, uh, Baby, Baby Park. That's yeah. just chaos. You took mine because Baby Park is actually the best.
2: Yeah, Todd, you racetrack. also took mine because all hail Baby Park. Baby Park
3: sucks.
2: Whoa, <laughs> hot take there from the Henderson corner. Three out of
0: four podcasters
3: are correct. I hate Baby Park. My second favorite to not copy Todd is the one that's shaped like Yoshi.
0: Ah, uh, yes. That's a, that is my That would be my second favorite. Do we just also become best out friends? out of here.
1: <laughs> Todd, we've been best friends. Uh,
0: bah, bah. Okay, let's do a
1: podcast. Well, uh, do, do I get the answer? No. No. You, you, you lost said answering part. You said not baby Park. It's right. Sherbet Land. It's Sherbet Land for Mario Kart 64. It's better. Shut up.
0: Only because you said Sherbet and not Sherbert. That's the only reason why <laughs> you get to actually talk. Who knew Andrew was a cop? Turns out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was born a narc.
2: <laughs> uh, I didn't choose the narc life. The narc life chose me. <laughs> All right. Anyway, guys, uh, what rider do you represent? Also, we're all very aware that the spirit not only bonds with the rider, but also transforms their ride. So what vehicle will your driver wash in Hellfire and be bonded with for the rest of their unholy eternity? Last but not least, the Ghost Rider will be nothing without outlaw fashion. Describe in detail how this new rider will look.
1: Yeah, I'll go first. Um, I would like to introduce you to the blank slate of the Mario universe. The whatever you need them to be copy and paste baddie. That's right. It's the shy guy. Shy guy lives to be the vessel onto which many themes can be mapped. And as you guys have seen, sometimes shy guys are pirates. Sometimes they're they're spooky ghosts. And sometimes they have insect wings and carry tridents. Like a chameleon, Shy Guys.
0: (laughs) You're like giving a book report. Isn't that basically what this podcast is, Todd? My name is Andrew Henderson, and I am here to talk to you about Shy Guys. (laughs) Shy Guys are sometimes pirates. Next slide. (laughs) Like every time they can be a pirate, a new slide like star wipes in. Or an insect with wings, a new slide flies in. But my favorite shy guy is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this is a silly thing we do here. Are you also done? shy guys conclusion?
3: <laughs> I find shy guys to be very good and fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Webster's dictionary describes shy guys.
2: All right, Andrew, do you have anything else? Or anyway,
0: is that it? <laughs> anyway.
1: It makes sense that Shy Guy would easily trade their soul to Mephisto for the chance to have otherworldly power. Think about it. How can one lose its soul when there isn't one to begin with? Right. So what would he you give to
3: Mephisto yeah. in exchange well, for like a, like power? Kyle, like an emotionless well, Kyle, high five?
1: Well, Kyle, maybe we should wait until the next t- question, <laughs> problem number two, where we may or may not answer that question later.
3: I, I don't see
1: a problem with poking
0: holes in your argument early, but go, but okay. The best way to slow someone down is to trip them at the finish line or starting line. Fuck. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Damn it. Wait, clean start. The best way to slow someone down is to trip them so at the all starting seen, line.
1: You've all seen that video now of Shy Guy taking off its mask, and all you see is a complete blank slate, an emptyless void. To look in the face of the Shy Guy is to look into the end of the universe. It is a completely motionless, expressionless, unfeeling void. So it stands to reason that out of the hundreds of iterations of Shy Guides, and yes, there are 100 iterations of Shy guys, the version that most bonds with the spirit of vengeance is most objectively the most horrifying one out there, which is, of course, the Shy Guys that bounce around the Mushroom Kingdom on pogo sticks in Super Mario RPG.
3: <laughs> Wait, you didn't cover those in your book report. <laughs> that was I'm the,
1: confused. That's,
0: well, that's the big reveal at the end. Oh, so, okay.
1: Some shy guys are pirates. Some shy guys have <laughs> have, have, have little propellers. Have
0: pogo sticks. Some <laughs> shy guys
1: do a pogo. <laughs> and and Todd Todd can never say anything wrong about Super Mario RPG. Now, Todd, would you say that objectively, the most afraid that any Mario universe person has been outside of a Bowser is. In that scene, when you walk into Mushroom Kingdom and all the pogo, all the little shy guy pogo's are bouncing around, and you hear that really sad music, and everyone's like,
0: ah! "Or is that the one? That's that's when they're being shot by arrows and roads." It's this. Well,
1: it's the same because they, oh, like they only songs had like twelve in. tracks.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, like that's pretty concerning. I think the only yeah. reason that that scene isn't concerning is because you have your new favorite sidekick, uh, Malo. Uh, so, uh, wow. You haven't gotten to work Mallow into this in a while. It's I needed that quarter.
3: And it's Andrew's fault. <laughs> it is. It <laughs> Just is. remember that when you're tallying the votes at the end, all the Mallow content is Andrew's fault because Todd isn't responsible for his actions.
1: My point being, <laughs> if you want to strike fear in the hearts of the Mushroom Kingdom citizens, we know for a fact that the best way to do that is to have a bunch of shy guys on Pogo Stits kind of lazily bounce around adjacent to other citizens.
0: They're really just like inconvenient bullies in that scene. (laughs) That's what they are.
1: But everyone's like, everyone's like hiding in their houses. Like the little kids are like, help me, help me. There is, that happens. That is definitely happened.
0: There's one that's just like jumping on the roof of a house and the house keeps shaking. And it's like, just go. There's like four adults in this room. Just go take care of the one (laughs) idiot on the pogo stick,
1: throw a rock at him and knock him down. Yeah. (laughs) So so in order to get Shyster race ready, uh, Mephisto has uh, outfitted our new Ghost Shyster. That's right. Ghost Shyster.
0: Yeah, we, we heard you. No, we didn't <laughs> say anything because we want you to be done.
1: Ghost Shyster has a custom-made state-of-the-art pogo stick. This thing is fully motorized, sustained by the kinetic energy of the pogo, because that's how the science works. Also, it's shock absorbent. That is a thing that also exists. Um now Ghost Shyster himself <laughs> is gonna retain basically the same proportions as a shy guy because shy guys are, you know, cute and fun and little. And uh he's still gonna sound like a shy guy, like it'll be like wah, 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 wah. <laughs> But uh instead of that little instead of the like the normal like red tunic, they are wearing a tunic. Like they have like a belt. It's like a it's like a sh- tunic or there's a big shirt. Yeah, I'd call it um, a tunic. Yeah, like we'll say It's, tunic. it's like a large blouse. We're gonna give him a little leather jacket, Just like no it's little,
0: it's actually no, it's jacket. straight up. it's a dress with a belt that's what yeah, he's I wearing mean, whatever it's, it's a dress with a belt he's wearing like that's springtime fine. fall fashion like dress with belt. I mean it's twenty nineteen it's fair <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so we're gonna we're gonna give Shys- uh, ghost shyster a little little leather jacket <laughs> <laughs> all <Okay>. right
2: um <laughs> I'm sure that you said some legitimate things in that opening, but I have been singing system of a downs bounce to myself ever since the first time you said Pogo. So
1: you're welcome.
2: Uh, Todd, what have you got today?
0: Yeah. Um, I, I don't have a shoddily made book report for you. Um, I've just got, <laughs> I've just got, I don't want to say cold hard facts cause they're hot facts. So, so let's, let's take the Paratroopa, right? Flying turtle wings, largely unassuming, fairly pleasant enemy overall, pretty basic Mario situation. However, when the Paratroopa is consumed by the spirit of vengeance, it becomes a flaming Parabones, which is an actual thing, I guess, in the Mario canon, at least the Parabones a pair part. of
1: bones, Parabones, just, which... Just a big old pair of
0: bones. Two bones. French, French translation... <laughs> Two bones. French translation is... Two of them. Paraskelerax, which is... Blue French. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did they do to you? So... My new Ghost Rider from Mario Kart is Parabones or Paratrooper, whichever you want to look at it. Because like when you're not in full Ghost Rider mode, you could be like Paratroopa, like Nick Cage is until he becomes Ghost Rider and he's a flaming skull. And then it becomes flaming Parabones. Um, but it'll be driving the, the Dry Bomber, which is the skeleton tank from Mario Kart DS. So basically just think like a badass tank that's made out of bones. Um, it's probably also on fire. I think that most of the things that Ghost Rider drives is on fire. Was the woolly mammoth on fire? The woolly mammoth was, in fact, on fire. <laughs> it's <laughs> not yes. there yet. Yeah. But. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everything has been on fire. So we
1: need to do an episode about the Stone Age Avengers. I didn't the, know that was a that's thing. That's the, the best Avengers thing that
2: 10,000 I found today. BC. Oh, it's yeah. great. It's grand.
0: So to finally, like, to to finish, kind of, you know, painting this this picture, at least, you know, in the brief sense, Parabones probably on fire. Driving the dry bomber, which is a skeleton tank also on fire. And Parabones, it, while being bathed in flames, is wearing some like sweet military fatigues that are probably black and bathed in flames and metal as fuck. And that is what is coming down the track straight at you. Hold on to your butts.
1: Two bones. Two bones on fire. Two
0: now, now two literacy, bones. literacy is tough, but it's P-A-R-A. Two bones. <laughs> two bones <laughs> no nope, that's not it <laughs> my new favorite
2: halloween themed rapper two bones, two bones. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
2: wow todd i really like the dry bomber as a a flaming tank that is on fire i'm into mm-hmm. that although uh paris Scalerex made me think of skrillex which made me think of that time i was really into dubstep in the 11th <laughs> grade so um bummer for that i guess kyle
1: that was a weird year
2: Kyle, what are you bringing to the table today?
3: Well, Matt, I want to take you back to our pets episode of Debate This, <laughs> when we all picked a pet from the Super Mario universe, and Todd got weird and picked a sentient being instead. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, that that worker
2: he stole from the shut-up Todd pet store? <laughs>
0: yes. He was on his um, break. He should have known better. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, Because I, I am bringing to you uh, Lakitu transformed into the Spirit of Vengeance. And he, um, when he's the Spirit of Vengeance, besides getting turning all cool and skeletony with flaming eyes and a skeleton head, his uh, shell turns black and he's going to throw black spiky shells instead of the normal red ones. But the coolest part of this, and the main reason I went with Lakitu, is because he's got a vehicle built into his character, and that is his floating cloud, which is going to turn into a nice, cool, gray storm cloud and just shoot across the sky with a trail of hellfire behind it. The main reason I picked him was because I wanted the Lakitu cloud to be the new ghost rider vehicle and it's better than Todd and Andrew's stupid tank and...
0: Uh, Pogo stick stick? How did you put those two things in the same sentence I don't want to argue Okay if we're here to argue that one is better than the other Cool I'm all for that But don't don't strap me To Andrew's weird Shy guy Pogo (laughs) nonsense
1: Pogo sticks faster than a tank
0: He says with no basis to anything Do you have a wow thread that can support that Because if you don't have A wow thread I'm not listening No, (laughs) because the the dry bomber is a very light, low maximum speed, but high acceleration and high handling vehicle,
3: Um, which is still still limited by having to travel on roads, unlike the Lakitu cloud, which can fly anywhere, um, allowing
0: him to exact vengeance anywhere in the world. My tank treads are made out of hellfire and brimstone. I, i'm not slowed down by anything now the pogo stick i've got questions about <laughs> sure
1: well i can no tell you this. i don't
0: actually have questions <laughs> about.
1: <laughs> i can't tell you this the fastest mile gone on a pogo stick uh, is seven minutes and 40 seconds achieved by drew mcquiston from pittsburgh pennsylvania yeah well todd can run a mile in, in four and a half minutes so there yeah but can you do it on pogo stick no Why would he do it on a stick
3: when he can run it? (laughs) it Because it's
1: because it's cooler and obviously strikes fear in the hearts of Mushroom Kingdom denizens. Before we lose the thread here, Matt, I just
3: want to uh, make sure everyone also realizes um, the Lakitu cloud has a face as well, which turns into a very cool um, flaming skeleton face as well. So it's kind of a flaming skeleton face flying around on a flaming skeleton face leaving a trail of hellfire behind it, Um, which, again, is significantly better than a a flaming tank, which admittedly is pretty cool, but not this cool, and a pogo stick, which is strange. What's the opposite of cool?
1: (laughs) Warm? (laughs) (laughs) Bold. (laughs) Um, He means well. fearless (laughs)
2: bless his heart well kyle to react to your pitch here you do have the coolest imagery of a skeleton face riding a skeleton face shooting fire behind it um but you get negative points for not saying where we're going we don't need roads when you said that todd needs roads and you set yourself up perfectly for that back to the future reference and then drop the ball Mm. i found it too derivative and thought myself
0: better than that (laughs) that was your first mistake (laughs)
1: <laughs> y'all are basic you know
0: that y'all are pretty basic your your monster is wearing like a, a a dress with a high-waisted belt yeah it's 2019 you just can't keep saying that yeah. and expect it to <laughs> make
3: sense todd todd there's enough other things wrong with andrew's argument that you don't need <laughs> to fair. attack but his, like, his dress like, his style
1: at least i was creative you guys are just like ah, it's got fire and skulls and fire skulls and more fire and more skulls. What
3: do you think we're doing here? What,
1: <laughs> what, what subtlety do you think there is? I oh,
3: just,
0: I just, to, I know, I, I just, what, I, I to
3: the, the Ghostwriter character that you think like I thought I'd bring a little eloquence. Every layer of Ghostwriter is that the the question has the writers always start at is what cool vehicle can we have. And can fire. ride around on f- fire okay now how do we put a character into that vehicle not what's the most creative <laughs> yeah. what's like
1: well,
3: of course a pogo stick is creative cool. doesn't make it
0: cool or good it definitely doesn't
1: what if the pogo stick could go like really really high
0: all right matt can you go up, can you move on <laughs> yeah because i'm gonna have to hear andrew answer that same question he just asked i'm sure yeah, um, as as much as I'm enjoying this
2: debate on pogo sticks to move on um, now, the uh, the racing prowess of the Ghost Rider does not come without sacrifice. Johnny Blaze sold his soul to Mephisto to rid his surrogate father of cancer. Robbie Reyes was gunned down by mercenaries and revived by the ghost of a satanic serial killer. And in the beginning of history, a young boy watched his entire village get eaten by a Wendigo only to reach near death in the harsh environments, say the name of the devil in the form of a snake, imbue his newly acquired hellfire and his pet woolly mammoth, and earn the name Rider as the first human being to ever be seen riding an animal. So. Oh, is that all? Which is so metal. That's. (laughs) Uh, What will your driver sacrifice to earn their counsel with the spirit of vengeance? and what tragic backstory has withered their soul
1: enough to do so. Pogo boy. Pogo boy. Listen, we've already proven... Sorry, I was just finishing my bubble tea. Um, (laughs) Because I am metal. (laughs) Um,
2: (laughs) Those are two words I've never heard in the same sentence.
1: We've already proven that Shy Guys don't actually have souls. Um, They are simply empty husks that mimic the feelings and emotions of those closest to them. Um, Just like in Super Mario RPG, the Shysters followed around Mac, Mac the Knife, a giant talking pogo stick or sword or knife or whatever. Yep. Uh, who only cared about bouncing. He just, he just wanted to, he was just a bouncy boy. He just wanted to bounce around. So by extension, the shysters who followed Mac, they too only cared about bouncing all day and all night. Because, of course, they don't have any emotions or desires or objectives of their own. They just kind of map onto whatever. So when Mar- Mario finally beat Mac and chased the shysters out of town, they had nowhere to go. They lost their leader, and thus their only reason for existence. And as we all know, another thing about Shy Guys is that their sanity is obviously tied to their sense of purpose in life. Oh, of course. That.
2: Is that a thing that we know? How do we yeah. know that thing?
1: Uh, science.
3: It's, 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 you don't know that? You didn't learn that in yeah. an elementary school?
2: Public schools failed you, Matt. Public schools failed me in a lot of ways, Kyle. I didn't know that this was one of them.
1: Well, Matt, I'll, I'll explain what happens. So without a direction, Shy Guys are fated to degrade into mindless murder machines. Very much not unlike zombies, which is why we've seen them strap, excuse me, strap giant cannons to their heads, like blast guys. We've seen them set themselves on fire and kamikaze their victims to death, uh, which are in the form of the pyro guy. And haunt their enemies from the afterlife, like the boo, go- the boo guy, the ghost guy, and the ghoul guy. There are a lot of ghost-themed shy guys. Um, <laughs> now, you might be asking yourself, Andrew, why didn't you pick the shy guy that is literally already on fire or one of the shy guys who is actually a skeleton or a ghost. It's true. And the answer to that is because it's not eloquent enough because the shyster is the only one that has truly gotten to the heart of the matter who is truly strik- stri- stricken stricken, fear Stroked Truly stroken <laughs> fear <laughs> into the minds of the, ki- of the mushroomed kingdom We'll, we'll have strict so with Mac the knife gone our hero shyster decided that he would defy his fate he called upon Mephisto to revive his defeated master and in turn he would offer up a sacrifice but that sacrifice again shy guys don't have souls shyster knew he knew he couldn't offer his own soul because he didn't have one so instead he offered up the lives of the entirety of his crew that's right uh, knowing that they would turn to mindless murder husks anyway. So, according to Shyster, he was doing them a favor. Um, Shyster agreed to sell the spirits of his crew for in, in turn for his master's uh, revivica- revivification. Re- Revival? Yep. <laughs> re- <laughs> re- yep. Re- revivify.
0: <laughs> Strucken.
1: That's why I kept, I, kept <laughs> I kept revivify the D&D magic spell just kept mm-hmm. like placing in my head. Uh, anyway, but in a terrible but of course expected monkey's paw esque twist twist, Mac was I cannot talk today. Mac was revived, but only as a shell of his former self. And you can see that shell in the last step level of Super Mario RPG when he's just kind of grayscale and he just kinda of hops around, but like way shorter than he used to. <laughs> but and, it's sad uh, and not, and and not it's fun sad. At all. And, and he doesn't talk, he has no fun quips. Um and he just turns into another skippable random encounter. It's true. Anyway. The pact was made and the ghost shyster was born.
0: Boing, boing, boing. Terrifying. That was the way you read that was like you were telling a scary story around the campfire, but like it just didn't land. You were like, and the call was coming from inside the house. And we're like, oh, all right. <laughs> I mean,
1: it's a pogo stick, so. <laughs>
0: so admittedly, it, there's 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 layers
2: to this. Yeah. All right, Todd, well, tell me about your devilish soul selling layers.
0: Yeah. So our original paratroopa, a paratroopa named Doug, was a mid-level soldier in the Koopa Army. So following the orders of Bowser, uh, his like battalion, they took the battle directly to Mario in the Mushroom Kingdom because that's what they do. Also in Doug's squadron was his son, Doug Jr., so being, <laughs> being a young buck looking to prove himself, Doug Jr. was put on the front lines. And even when Doug told Bowser that they needed to change tactics, Bowser demanded that they stick to the plan. Because of this, Doug Jr. was literally on the front lines, as in literally at the front of the literal line of walking Koopas that approached Mario slowly to the left. Doug was helpless to watch his son be the first of his Koopa squadron that was mowed down by the mustached man. And so Doug from that moment forward was then filled with the spirit of vengeance as he must now live for all eternity, trying to right the wrongs of other misguided power hungry overlords like Bowser. So that is the, the tragic backstory that Paratroopa Doug became Parabones Doug the spirit of vengeance <laughs> who is forever trying to to take down power hungry, I guess, masters that are careless with their power or something because his son died. That also sounded like you expected it to land a lot harder than it did. Now, I just wanted to I wanted to tell you the story, then give you the three bullet points at the end.
1: I thought he was supposed to sacrifice something. His son died. He had to watch his son die in battle but that wasn't a sacrifice. That's just an unfortunate that's just circumstance. That's, a sinf- yeah, that's just Yeah, that's just bad for He didn't him. give anything up. His son died. Yeah, I mean, that's very sad, but
0: not, in exchange not so that he could have anything. powers. His son just died. And his wife passed away due to an electrical failure in the house, yeah. I guess. Spider-Man didn't get powers
1: because Uncle Ben died. He got powers because he got bit by a spider.
0: Okay, but what if he did? Oh well, uh, it would be a much sadder comic. (laughs) (laughs) All (laughs) right. Superheroes only get powers if one of their loved ones dies. That's fair. No, he he like he tried to defy authority, and authority's like, nah, your son's gonna gonna go do this, and then he died, and that was a big loss to him, and now he carries that with him. It's fine. You're don't no don't don't. I see what you're doing. No,
1: I am. I am doing because. Despite the fact that I brought a pogo you stick You didn't tell a
0: good story, Todd. This was no, no, no. a real is. shy guy pogo stick situation.
1: Let me let me let me dig myself out of this hole for just a second. Like, let me, let fact, me
0: bounce you out of this, this hole for some reason.
1: Despite the fact <laughs> I brought a pogo stick into a motorcycle fight, I at least gave a somewhat cohesive story about sacrifice and how my version of the Ghost Rider gave up something in order to get powers to do a thing. Yours just Experienced trauma—that's different. Doug has wrong. to live
0: for all eternity with the death of his son in front of him. Maybe that, that's maybe he watched that happen.
1: That's just experiencing <laughs> loss.
0: <laughs> and this is how Doug deals with it by being the spirit of vengeance. Todd, does he does he need to say the the, the devil's name to a snake? Will that make it better? Then is that how this I, works? A little.
3: He has to. There there is a, a the spirit of vengeance agreement is a quid pro quo. i will do this for you or for you will give me these powers and in exchange you will do something for me like these powers are a curse i will bear for the rest of my life and in exchange you will save my father from his terminal cancer or yes right not not i watched my my son die yeah can i have these powers please parabones
0: doug was so overcome with with sadness he wanted to die but he couldn't die and so instead he was given powers in return are we just in, gonna let Todd known, revise the yep, story in, unendingly Matt, until, Matt, until in, until Matt, we in the so he agreement, something. Please make this, in in the agreement that if he takes Matt, down please cut Bowser him off. Or Matt, he can
1: Matt, cut him die off, Matt, Matt cut him off I I
2: didn't cut him off because through that whole rambling revision he still never really got to the point of somebody giving the spirit no. of vengeance to Doug no, he sure didn't. He doesn't get it.
0: No. Like, <laughs> you, I, that, that phrase alone hurts worse than anything else has been said here. And I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I We came here to do a Ghost Rider episode, and Todd is talking about the Punisher. So Kyle, Robbie, wait, you said, Wait, you said it yourself. Robbie Reyes was gunned down by mercenaries and revived by the ghost of Satanic Serial Killer
2: yeah he'd, that's he that's the one sentence that is one yeah, one yeah. sentence segment
3: yeah oh, of oh there's, there's he sacrificed he sacrificed his life
0: oh no his don't. freedom doug doug and the, then doug the spirit of vengeance parabones has a 12 issue run but you don't get his full backstory till issue six and i can't release that yet because that doesn't drop until the end of october because so you don't what know you what's for in now. it yet You're i just, don't have to <laughs> Todd Todd, the, pre- re- the pre-orders are in the bank account I
2: can leave We understand <laughs> that you don't understand And that's okay We're gonna move on without you Kyle, go ahead
3: Alright So our hero, Lakitu Was on his lunch break At the Shut Up Todd Pet <laughs> store <laughs> When he was kidnapped By a, a Muscly CrossFit bro Taken back to the, to his home and forced to exercise and be a spotter for this strange deviant. <laughs> <laughs> um, our, our friend Lakidu, our hero Lakidu, is is living as a slave to this this horrible, deviant crossfit bro um, who who shall be remain unnamed. Um, <clears throat> when he, he's at the end of his rope, he is He is ready to to do anything to free himself from this bondage um, when he is met by the spirit of vengeance, who offers him a deal saying, I will give you the means to free yourself from this from this horrible captivity. All in exchange, all you have to do is be the spirit of vengeance until um, your time is up for whatever reason that is you
1: listening to this Todd did you get all that
0: I, mi- I missed some highlights it was uh Lakitu is hanging out with his his Lakitu is definitely a pet is what it sounds like um and he's hanging out with his pet owner and with they're his doing best friend Todd doing <laughs> Todd Todd Squareman and they're doing they're doing very normal pet and owner things like bench pressing
3: um so, so <laughs> Kitu you know accepts the deal, takes on the the title of spirit of vengeance, gets the flaming skull cloud all the whole nine yards, and immediately uses his penance stare to gaze into his captor's eyes and show him the hell he has been living through for the for years and years as the slave Fuck. <laughs> of this of this horrible person, the weight of his. Crimes causes the, the 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 unnamed deviant to um just just collapse in on himself and die on the spot. He is burned by the weight of his sins. Uh, Lukidu, you know, crashes out of the the a uh, small apartment that he's been <laughs> held held in for years, burning it to the ground. Um, free now to um, exact the vengeance others aren't strong enough to enact themselves.
0: Shit. Now it sounds all pretty normal. Pretty upstanding <laughs> pet ownership
2: yeah. contract.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, not the part of this podcast that I expected the petted stare to come up, but I'm not sad that it's where it did come up. Uh, Kyle, I do have one question for you. Please. Does Lakitu maintain the strict workout regimen that its unnamed captor Kept it under these many years. Um, not as
3: strict, but he has found being in shape does help him do
0: his job as the spirit of vengeance for sure. I like to think that he uses it to manage like depression
1: and stress. Yeah,
0: it's it's yeah. a good I mean, a good routine of like, you know, five high impact interval training, you know, days a week, then supplemented by three cardio days with that. You know, one of those is a two a days. I think that's pretty good for to keep the spirit of vengeance on its toes. (laughs) Todd, you have very specific knowledge
3: of this, uh, this deviance workout schedule. I mean, you know, one of those is usually a rest
2: day, but who's to say that's all I got. Okay. So I have heard about your riders. I've heard about their vehicles, their look, I've heard of their tragic backstory, but we need something to really, uh, Put butts in proverbial seats. I don't know what we're selling tickets for, but everybody knows that no superhero is cool enough to sell comics unless they have a signature weapon. So I want to hear about yours. Every rider has a signature weapon to help them reap their vengeance. We've seen chains, shotguns, and tire. Ir- shit, that word is hard to say. Tire irons all be consumed by tire. her- tires. Tire. My, my Western Pennsylvania is really going to come out on that one. <laughs> We've seen chain shotguns and tire irons all be consumed by hellfire and aimed in the direction of bad guys. If your rider is going to claim the special trophy, they're going to need to. F- they're, mm, they're going to need a fired up signature weapon of their own. What item will your driver give the hellfire treatment to and make sure it's one they could conveniently find in a box somewhere in the middle of the road? Andrew.
1: Sure. I was gonna say Ghost Shyster puts the bucks on sticks, but I, don't I didn't like, that. like I didn't like how that came out. That no. does
2: not mean what you think it means.
3: That was a good instinct.
1: It's not a good tagline. <laughs> yeah. So that's me not saying it. Anyway, uh, Ghost Shyster—he's all about bouncing. His very existence is means. <laughs> his, his very existence is all just a means to bounce and bounce and bounce some more. So it's only fitting that his signature weapon involves the bounciest bounce one can bounce. I wrote that earlier. Could you tell? <laughs> um, now, because this is how my brain works, my very broken brain works, I thought of this as like a Final Fantasy summon because of course I did. So I think like when he, br- when he gets his signature weapon, there is a, a very small, very glorious 60-second cutscene where, <laughs> where he calls upon the spirit of his departed master, Mac the Knife, and not in his, you know, later grayscale, dejected form, but in his, in his true radiance.
3: In his prime and glory.
1: Yep. Um, Ghost Shyster ejects himself, himself from his pogo stick and then will hop onto, on top of Mac. And it's not really Mac's back because he is the pogo stick. Like, he is the thing. Um, and then they jump out of frame. And then we see, like, we cut <laughs> to, we cut to an image of the moon just like, Wait quietly, like in space. Let him finish. Okay. (laughs) And we see, we see just like, like slowly come up. There's a small silhouette (laughs) coming up from the bottom as they hit the apex of their jump and then slam back down. And then we go back to the the uh, the racetrack and uh, Ghost Shyster slams down on whoever's in first place. You know, using that kind of that same technology, that heat-seeking science that the blue shell uses, and that is his signature move. You're welcome.
0: Hey, real quick. So did you say that Shyster jumps on Mac's back? Is that what you said? On to Mac. And then they jump up into the air. Yes.
1: Well, it's like all part of the same. It's like one fluid motion. So you
3: it's like is what he's trying to convey
0: like what Kyle just did. So we've talked about the character setup of the major bad guys in Super Mario RPG, correct? We have Mac is not a pogo stick. He's like a knife.
1: He is a knife. But he, he bounces. His, his signature move is to <laughs> and I know this because I too have played Mario RPG a couple of times. His signature move in Mario pre- RPG is to bounce up, to jump up really high like a dragoon and he comes down later in like a later turn and bounces on Mario. That's, that happens. That's Go the, play the game right now and tell me that doesn't happen. Um, I'll wait. I'll wait. Two uh, bones.
0: <laughs> two, two, two bones <laughs> <laughs> and then when you're wrong i'm gonna say two bones. that's that's my way of saying that i still think your logic is wrong because he can't jump that high but he does do that this is supposed to be a an item like the like
3: yeah. johnny blaze's yeah. chain right yeah not, uses not yeah, a special a full a move. size it's a boss. signature move you're taking a it lot signature of liberties move.
1: here
0: I also gave the spirit of vengeance to a pogo stick, so yeah, I'm taking a couple liberties. That's the whole point of the show. My special move is that I get to use the very first boss in a video game franchise as my special move. What's your special move, Todd? Why don't you tell us your dumb special move? I don't have a special move. Stupid. I have a weapon. Is it two bones. Is that what you want to hear?
3: He has. He's answered the question. Has a weapon ready to ready to go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I
2: asked for a, I asked for a signature <laughs> weapon,
3: Ugh,
1: and you fine. gave All me right. a
2: final smash. Is it a knife? Say it's a knife. It was was the jump jacks from Speed Racer.
1: That's all it is. Fine. His signature move is a fireball, whatever. He does that too in the game. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking whatever. Eat shit and die.
0: (laughs) All right, Todd. Go ahead. Doug's weapon, because this guy's name is Doug. Doug's weapon that he carries with him that he conveniently finds in a box. You know, that's because this can be done because it's Mario Kart. Um, is a flaming red shell. So that's a pretty pretty easy answer, right? Um, y- you boys remember... I don't know if you guys are familiar with the game franchise Pokemon, but do you guys... <laughs> do you remember Cubone and all the baggage that came with Cubone? Well, this red shell that has been lit aflame is that of Doug's dead son, Doug Jr. Oh, God. Todd! <laughs> Doug is forever forced to carry with him until he claims victory over the lizard that killed his son, because that was Bowser the didn't kill his son oh Bowser sent his story. son off to death. I blame, Mario killed him. Fine, is he'll, he going to get he'll, vengeance he'll kill, on Mario. He'll too? kill Mario too. So, I don't
1: understand these rules. So
0: he he is Neither forced. Todd. <laughs> he is forced to carry this flaming red shell with him until he seeks his vengeance, because that was the agreement with the devil that he made his deal to get the spirit of vengeance. And that (laughs) That deal is that deal (laughs) is that he could only be given powers to claim vengeance, but to do so, he had to do it using his dead son's body as a weapon.
3: So does he go, does he like throw it? And then after the battle, like go get his son's
0: body every time. And like, it's like a Thor. It's like a Mjolnir situation. Um, yeah, he just calls Doug Jr. Return. <laughs> okay, because Thor goes Mjolnir Return every time he needs the hammer back. I'm sure he did that You once. nerd. <laughs> <laughs> his his sacrifice. So his sacrifice and his weapon here is that to take vengeance, he had to use his son's lifeless body as a weapon, and he cannot rest until he does so. So he time has we're a flaming past red the sh-
3: sacrifice question. You didn't answer it right. I saved it for the third act reveal.
2: That's not how this show.
3: It was works. a real
1: bird, Jesus, if you will.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kyle, can you can you answer this question? Doug you,
0: also has fireballs too. I guess. Fuck you. I don't know.
2: <laughs> can, can you just just answer the question? It's all you got to do, man. Just answer it.
3: Low bar. You mean I wasn't supposed to come up with a convoluted special move or a weird dark backstory for my weapon? It's you know, the fishing pole that Lakitu has. It's on fire now. It's like the flame chain. Perfect. It's like the flame chain Ghost Rider has, but it's Lakitu's fishing hook. That was the special weapon I came up with because I
0: just wanted to answer the question. <laughs> Great. I feel I uh, feel whatever. like like I've been painted into a flaming turtle shell of a corner and I'm not happy about it.
2: Oh, boy. Is that it, Kyle? It's, it's just that's that's it. We've got an answer to the question. Nothing else. You know, it, it revives, like, old
3: dead riders and cars that he hooks with it and, like, makes them as, like, weird vengeance spirit ghost fighters that work for him. But, yeah, it's it's just a flaming fishing hook that the Kidua has. You know, there's no special move where he, like, silhouettes into the moon or or <laughs> sure, a horrible, sure. like, horrible thing where he's throwing his dead bo- son's body around. It's mm-hmm. It's the, the chain that Ghost Rider has, but it's a fishing hook. That was my thought process here.
1: I was going to say, we make this joke a lot. Like we like the old, like, oh, I my powers have all the powers. But like, real talk, Ghost Rider really is that. Like, when I was looking at the Ghost Rider wiki, it's just like, Ghost Rider can do this. Also, he's invincible. Also, he can fly and go really, really fast. And he's also lives forever and whatever. Ghost, like, Ghost what?
3: Rider was definitely one of those heroes where like, Someone drew him and someone else was like, yes, give me give me a 12 run series of that. And then all the fans started asking questions like, wouldn't the spirit of vengeance be immortal and do this? And they
2: were like. Sure.
0: Yeah, (laughs) he never said
2: no.
0: (laughs) Someone someone knocked someone knocked on the door like the nerds are asking questions again. (laughs) It was the
3: 80s like height of like comic book sales ever. And the people writing the comic had too much coke to do so they yeah. they were just like
2: yeah sure he does that too why not like yeah like i i should save this for a flavor text about ghost rider at some point but <laughs> ghost rider started as the phantom rider way way back at the like dawn of his comic um which was none of this it was just a cowboy <laughs> that wore white that like might've been a ghost. I don't know. Um, and then they revamped it and they were like, how about a motorcycle? How about super strength? How about oh fucking fire chain, shotgun, ramp it up to 11. Um, and, and it's really funny now. Cause like, boy, if you want to dive into cosmic ghost rider, that's when shit gets really weird. Or the fact that ghost rider realistically has the ability to take down Thanos and Galactus just by making eye contact with them. It's absurd. Also, Ghost Rider's only weakness is Deadpool. I really love Ghost Rider. I can talk about this a lot. But <laughs> Why? it's time for us to go to an ad break. Before we get there, I want to drop upon you the super secret bonus question. So, oh no, Doctor Strange just showed up as a gigantic astral form underneath Rainbow Road. Apparently, this was outcome 11,420,669 when it came to defeating Thanos Either way, he's cast an ancient spell and now we're all headed to the mirror mode dimension. And because of some multiverse madness, we're now racing with other Marvel characters because I don't know why not. Who will your rider team up with Double Dash style to stay on course across Rainbow Road and take the victory in their special cup? I will take your answers right after this.
0: Before we get back to the episode, we just wanted to let you know that we will be streaming for Extra Life on November 2nd and wanted to give you all a heads up about it. In case you're not aware, Extra Life benefits the Children's Miracle Network, and since we're in Columbus, Ohio, that'll be benefiting Nationwide Children's Hospital. Be on the lookout for more information coming out, and until then, let us know what games you want us to stream. Uh, maybe the new Untitled Goose game. It could just be something simple like Smash Brothers. Or maybe you can tell us that you want to make Matt stream a JRPG. Wait, what? Anyway, back to the show. And we are back. And the
2: secret super super shit, the super secret <laughs> bonus question has been posed that Doctor Strange warped us all into the mirror mode dimension a mashup that I am particularly proud of coming up with myself. And now all of our Ghost Rider drivers are teaming up with a Marvel character to help them stay on course across Rainbow Road and take the victory in the Special Cup. So, Andrew, who will the shyster Ghost Rider, the Ghost Reister? I don't like that. The Uh,
1: Ghost Ghost Shyster.
2: Who will Ghost Shyster be shacking up with in this Double Dash extravaganza?
1: Um, so I'm, I think I'm going to continue the thread of uh, characters with white masks who are dead on the inside uh, to, <laughs> to, to team up with Moon Knight. One, because I really like Moon Knight, and that's also a second reason. <laughs> um, uh, no, I think the way that this would work is they're pogoing along, boing, boing, boing. <laughs> I Moon, forgot Moon about that. Because they're, they're still pogoing. <laughs> and I think Moon Knight is just like clacking people left and right with his staff. Because that seems fun. He could also, like, use his staff to, like, kind of, like, direct pogos, like, in, like, an oar or something. I, there's, there's physics that work out that way, I'm sure. Like like um, a gondolier. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's going to help him stay on track. Um, and, you know, Moon Knight, Moon Knight kind of kicks ass, so Moon Knight.
2: All right.
0: Great. Moon Knight. Um, Todd, go ahead. Yeah. So, <laughs> um... So, Parabones Doug, the Spirit of Vengeance, he's going to be uh, partnering with Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards himself. So, think about this. So, Reed Richards, extra long arms, which are going to be ideal for... Um, you know how when, like, your power sliding and you don't quite hit that turn just right, your partner has to, like, punch you into the turn? Um, he's going to be great for doing that and comically grabbing corners for, like, comical wide turns. That's going to be Reed Richards doing that. Um, but more importantly... Mr. Fantastic is the ideal partner for Parabones Doug, the spirit of vengeance, because he will be the best at stealing items from other drivers and punching other drivers carts because his anatomy is basically that of Waluigi. He is effectively just a big, lanky guy on the back of the cart with real long arms, real good for punching. I never thought of that before but now I can't stop thinking of it. <laughs> if, he, if he just had like that weird mustache and like a yeah. big old hat. Ooh, it's, I can smell it. No, that's not what, <laughs> I can smell it. I was going to ask if you meant, can you, did you mean see it? But I, I don't think you did. I, I said didn't. what I said. He chose his words very carefully.
3: All right, Kyle, go ahead. Um, on the back of Lakitu's flaming skull, ghost cloud. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to pair him with uh, Spider-Man, you know, one of the hardest parts of Rainbow Road is staying on the track. And I think Spider-Man's web slinging is going to help him, you know, just they manage to get a flying cloud to fly off the track. Um, Spider-Man can just like, whoop, and they're back on course, like swing them back into the spot. They're ready to go. Rainbow Road's this big twisty like tower or like, you know, three-dimensional track too. So there's all kinds of other parts of the track they can, they can swing off of, or even if he can reach it, like shoot to a further part of the track, bam, we're in first place. Also, uh, similar to Todd, those webs are going to be really ha- handy in uh, helping him get around turns and um, grab items that they might have missed. And it's, a, it's an offensive attack and can goop uh, up other drivers' cars in this weird <laughs> metaphysical race for our lives. That you've concocted.
0: I feel like these three heroes show up into this and they're like, but why? <laughs>
3: <laughs> How did we get here? And Dr.
0: Strange is like, because I said so. <laughs> <laughs> they're
1: like, you know, we could probably do a lot better, like on our own, not driving with these weirdos.
0: Question. Question for you, Kyle. So knowing the intricacies of Lakitu's flying cloud car. So only one person at a time can be in that flying cloud car. And that is apparent by whenever you touch Lakitu, you kick him out because he dies and you get his cloud. How does Spider-Man also ride in it? Also, if he touches Lakitu on top or on the back, does Lakitu die and Spider-Man have the cloud car? You would be right. You would be correct, Todd, if this were
3: the normal Lakitu that you had kidnapped and forced to be your workout buddy
0: when when it when it becomes a spirit of vengeance it becomes actually a convenient two-seater yes (laughs) it has a as a jump seat you are correct sir okay
1: your own question i had this image of spider-man doing the thing where he like has both his hands and his feet in the same position and he's just like perched on top of lakitu's head (laughs) because like he totally could do that because he's got the sticky hands but i also
3: like the imagery of spider-man hanging off the bottom of it yeah. And just
2: from like upside down the whole race. So.
3: Yeah,
1: I guess that's better.
2: I don't know that it's better. It's it is it's equal, but I'm not sure it's that different. it's better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are just spectators in this here at the Spooktacular Express, and I have no agency over which one of you gets to ride with the spirit of vengeance. However, I do want to hear your last final pitch as to why you think. Your driver deserves to ride with the spirit of vengeance and become the next ghost rider and also probably win every Mario Cup race for the rest of ever. So final thoughts, Andrew, go ahead.
1: I have had this two second looping gif from the 2016 Mario tennis game. I think it was tennis game. Power tennis. Yeah. Of shy guy losing his mask. This has been on my computer now for seven hours. (laughs) And I cannot stop watching it it all seven hours. I have seen literally have seen into the end of the universe by watching this faceless monster. And uh, I'm terrified. Boing, boing, boing.
0: Got it. Uh, Todd. Paraskelerex translates to flying skeleton T-Rex. Also, he's on fire and in a tank man out of bones that is also on fire. Matt, tell me how that is not the next obvious iteration after Robbie Reyes's bitchin' Camaro. I think that's what he has. Uh, it's 69 <laughs> yeah. Dodge Charger. Close. Almost nailed it. Let's try it again. <laughs> tell me how that's not the obvious iteration after Robbie Reyes's uh, 69 Dodge Charger. Almost forgot what you said. Listen, here's the point. It is a literal flaming tank made of bones. It's not a pogo stick, and it's also not Gohan's flying Nimbus. This is something that will actually strike fear into the hearts of the bad guys that it rolls up on. And it may be the most metal idea I think I've ever brought to this podcast. So here it is for you.
1: Um, actually, Gohan doesn't have the Flying Nimbus. It's Goku. Gohan is Goku's son. You Not idiot. the Dragon Ball Z podcast. Has go-, Kyle, Gohan
0: has, go ahead. <laughs> has Gohan never been on the Flying Nimbus ever? I don't think so. If I find it out on the internet, I'm going to find it out on the internet. Not
2: a Dragon Ball Z podcast,
3: Kyle. Go ahead. So I want to be I want to make clear I'm the only one who properly answered the weapon question.
1: I agree Um, with that.
3: (laughs) It's not. No, I want (laughs) to I want to make clear that Todd Todd did not correctly um, answer the what what do you sacrifice to to get the spirit of vengeance power. Um, But I also want to say a flaming skull cloud flying above you is way more terrifying than a flaming tank do not even try to argue with me that todd you're an idiot those are my final thoughts
2: oh
0: boy oh wow can i read it can i can i read a a quote real quick just go ahead todd the nimbus is only used by gohan briefly as (laughs) er Yeah, here it is. The Nimbus is only used by Goten, whoever that is briefly, as he would soon learn to Goten. fly after Gohan Goten is not him. Gohan. Goten yeah. was no, obviously like the, the, the fusion
1: version of Go, of Goku's Gohan and, Gohan grandson. And, and No, it was uh, Go. No, Goten is the grandson. Goten, Gohan's yeah. son and Trunks' son.
0: Yeah, no, it explained it in the next sentence, like I read. So you're fine. Wow. We're
1: gonna, we're I have gonna never cut hated
0: back. something the way I hated that. <laughs> Um, good
2: vibes, good vibes. I'm going to make some decisions. You guys give some good vibes.
1: I can't stop watching. I'm going to, I have to turn (laughs) off. I have to minimize the screen. Otherwise I'm going to kill myself.
0: I'm going to make, I'm going to make that be the, like the episode gif. Like it's so bad.
1: I'm still a little upset over this episode. So (laughs) (laughs) whatever I say is going to be, it's probably going to, is going to go through a lens of, of sarcasm. And yeah, um, First off, let me tell Kyle. I want to thank Kyle for winning today. Thank Kyle and congratulate Kyle both. Well done. That was, again, I, I still, you know, y'all just kind of put fire on fire, but that's okay. Um, the flaming cloud, the flaming Nimbus cloud, I, I warmed up to it. I think that's actually really, really fun. Um, thank you. And the, the Lakito backstory is 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 chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> Todd, two bones, uh, two bones. Very good. Um, I like the bone tank. I like the flaming bone tank. I think you could probably dial down the and it's on fire. Just the skosh. Have you seen but this hero we're talking maybe about? Maybe if there is one less thing on fire, I'd be I'd be in for good. Good vibes.
3: Good vibes. We all feel good during this one. No one's upset or mad.
0: Get out of here. <laughs> um, is it my turn? Sure um andrew i like that you referenced a character from super mario rpg that made me feel good you're welcome um i think that that you took pogo stick and for a second you're like oh man am i gonna do the pogo stick nah that'd be a bad idea and then like evil andrew showed up on your shoulder (laughs) and and said do it and (laughs) and
1: instead of evil andrew it was kyle because it's always (laughs) kyle because i literally posted in our chat I need someone to talk me out of talking about the shy guys on pogo sticks. And Kyle said, you should do it. And I said, I will.
3: <laughs> as if any of the other, if the other two wouldn't have told you to do it. Uh-huh. Don't put this on me. That's fair. You, you just needed someone to say yes.
1: That's, as I do.
0: All of your talking about shy guys mask has also led me to Google. What secrets is shy guy hiding behind his mask? <laughs> and the internet won't give me the answers, and now I feel like it's a conspiracy theory, and I need to go. <laughs> that I need, Todd will Todd will get to the bottom of it. yeah. <laughs> once I deal trying. with once once I deal with these chemtrails, I'm going to figure it out. Um, Kyle, uh, me and uh me and likitu go way back. We go way, <laughs> we go way back to the days of Shut Up Todd Pet Store, and uh, Lakito is such a cool Mario bad guy. Um. I've also still definitely got a picture of a muscular Lakitu on my phone somewhere. So, um, I really like (laughs) Lakitu. So expect that to make a return. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So we're not done with that. Um, I really like, uh, the options you made. I just hated the, I just hated the packaging. They were delivered in. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's all I wanted to hear. Todd, um, Andrew,
3: I really liked, I really liked the idea of, of the pogo stick ghost rider, shy guy. Like, all three of those added up to a very good ghost Thanks. rider. Thanks, to me. I, I think all that was lacking was your execution and I'm sorry. Yeah, it's usually um, the way it works. But the, you know, just the, the silly idea of a shy guy on a pogo stick, a flaming pogo stick with like horrible hell flames coming out of his eyes and like just the tip of the pogo stick is what's on fire. But, but that's what it is like all of that. I was sold. And like, that's why I told you to, to follow that thread. Um, and it was all very good. And I, I thank you. Um, Todd love the tank car, love the paratrooper as, as the, the ghost rider option. Um, the tank, the tank car is like the best actual Mario Kart car to go with. I think that was a very good choice. Um, unfortunately i i got to i broke the rules and did lukitu's cloud and that was more <laughs> fun for me but i really liked your 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 imagery as well the paratroopa like flaming out the top of the tank with like the flame the flame treads and like the tip the the gun barrel of the tank also has got a flame coming out of it there's, of there's course, lots of flames oh it, it's a ghost rider you can't have too many flames.
0: See, that's, that's funny because one, one third of the debaters here tonight <laughs> said you could have too many flames.
1: Well, I also like Sherbet Land, so I am the monster.
0: <laughs> and that, that was all very good,
3: too. So I'm, I, I, I did like b- both of, what both of you brought to the argument today is what I wanted to say, even though I was very mean during the argument part. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm sorry about what I said while I was trying to win a debate.
2: <laughs> all right, well... Uh. Uh, we here at the Spooktacular Express have heard back from uh, those who represent the spirit of vengeance and the spirit of aven- the spirit of vengeance. Does the spirit of vengeance have agents? Dude, I'm it just trying fun. to keep a line here. Like, I don't know. I'm just trying <laughs> to fun. keep some sort of meta. How long has
0: this photo been
2: in the
3: word doc? Um, a minute. Since we started since we like ended the super secret. Bonus
0: oh, question. God.
2: Yeah. Deviant
3: <laughs> art is a dark place. I'm
0: calling
2: the police. <laughs> Anyway, um, I, I picked a winner. Fuck the meta. I picked a winner, and I'm going to tell you who it is. So, um, Todd, listen, man, you were so close. You oh, were really, bad, really close. It's a bad start. Um, if not for your absolute stumble across the finish line when it came to the tragic backstory, you probably would have won. Um I so are really, saying
0: there's a chance
2: I really like dry bones I really like the dry bomber I even really liked the flaming Koopa shell but all I wanted Was how did your guy meet the devil And sell his soul
0: and you just Refused to give it to me You were
3: right there and you just wouldn't
2: do it
0: I couldn't give away the Third act reveal that he's using his son's body As a weapon That's the story that I'm standing by 45 minutes Into this episode <laughs>
2: Um, which leads me next to Andrew, uh, who managed to be closer to Todd, or closer than Todd, but still just just not quite there, man.
1: I'll take second. That hurts worse than anything. I take <laughs> back what I said earlier.
2: That I hurts worse. Really like Shy Guy as the ghost rider. Holy shit, I love Shy Guy as the ghost rider. Um honestly, just the uh the bouncing, like, the, the flaming dots <laughs> that the pogo stick <laughs> would leave behind.
3: That's yeah. what I was thinking when I told him yeah. to go with it. It's it was really like, good. It, everything works. It all works.
1: I was trying to figure out how to, like, put an engine on a pogo stick, and I Google searched a lot of things, and I was not getting there. I don't think anyone's put an engine on a pogo stick yet.
2: I don't think you can.
1: Um, I don't think so either. N- well, not with, not with that attitude. With that <laughs> attitude. There it is.
2: <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Andrew, I'll tell you that you lost today, not for the things that you did, but for the things you didn't do, mostly because you picked Shy Guy, the Mario character with the world's most soulless eyes, an absolute <coughs> void underneath a mask, and you didn't use the words penance stare, and that was the buzzword mm-hmm. that was going to win you this episode, so... Thanks for playing, but you just weren't quite there. All right, Which means, Kyle, my man, you have won um, mostly with the phrase flaming skull cloud. I like that a lot. Uh, Also, Todd getting pennant stared as the slave driver of (laughs) Lakitu's is very funny to me. A little little Um, tough. All in all,
3: man, great job. Uh,
2: Like it a lot. All hail the flaming skull cloud. I'll take it. And with that said... Thanks for listening in to debate this you can follow along with the argument on Twitter Facebook and Instagram at debate this cast and check out our website at debatethiscast.com. If you like what you hear please leave us a review so more people can hear our nerdy dumb spooky scary skeleton show the spooktacular Express returns to station next week as we dive into the lore of five nights at Freddy's
1: until next time I'm Matt Cole. I'm Andrew. To stare into the eyes of a shy guy is to know fear itself, Henderson.
0: I'm Todd. All in on Bone Tanks, Thomas. And I'm Kyle Pennant Stare Harper. I don't have a cool (laughs) one. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Say thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, then you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds.